Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. As always, happy you're here, happy you're hanging out. Uh, And I don't really do this often. I heard a podcast host the other day introduce her podcast and then say, Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast. I'm Megan and I'm your host. And I thought, oh, I don't do that. Should I do that? Should I not do that? I don't know. I've been open and honest with you guys before. I've gone back and forth so, so, so many times overthinking this whole process of how I record and what I do and how I do and should I take notes and should I have a better intro? And then I get in my head and it doesn't flow And every time I've tried to take notes to preempt and record a podcast, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So maybe this isn't the best delivery that I could give. Maybe this isn't, maybe I could be doing things better. Who the heck knows? But all I know is that doesn't feel aligned for me. It doesn't feel good for me. So this is what you get. You get the raw, the real, the authentic, the pauses, the ums, the ahs, the unedited clip of it. So I guess you're here for it if you're still here. And if so, thank you. I appreciate that very much because I enjoy it and I hope that you guys do as well. You know, it's a huge driver as to why I do this is because it's the messages that I just read one the other day on Instagram that somebody sent me about hearing the podcast and just attaching to the message and how much it's helped her and that's all that I need so whether it's perfectly curated or not it doesn't matter because the message is getting heard and that's why I do this for no other reason truthfully than that so with that long explanation of me getting in my head we're gonna dive into I guess it kind of hits the topic a little bit, we're going to get into emotions. Emotions are something that we have been talking a lot about in the last year. Emotional awareness, emotional healing, even understanding what in the hell these things are that we feel and experience day in and day out has been basically the foundation journey that I've been on for the last year personally and you guys know I'm taking you always for along the ride with that because I didn't really know until this past year what what this meant what that was and it's it is a little funny to me that I was this far along in me leveling up in me healing in me working on this path of becoming the best version of myself that I can possibly be and embody to realize that, man, I'm several years into this and I'm now getting to the crux of all of it. For so long, I thought that me healing from body image, body dysmorphia, exercise addiction, disordered eating patterns, I knew that it always was, everybody said, you know, it's not about the food. And I knew that. I always thought it was about control or being a 
perfection tendencies or all these other things. But in the reality, it's that I had no freaking clue how to experience emotions, how to cope with them, how to deal with them, how to process them, and how to, to how to release them. Breathwork obviously has been an integral part of this as I'm going through my breathwork facilitator certification course now and sharing that a little bit more with all of you the diver the diver the deeper i dive into this though it's something that i found that nobody is really aware of nobody teaches us this i had to seek this out it wasn't something that fell into the sky it was through this winding path of me being there and me observing that and one thing that i've found time and time again with all the ladies that I work with when we talk about emotions, all my one-on-one clients, all of the people that are on this path and this journey as well, is how much we misstrew, misstrew, misconstrue, can confuse, how much we confuse emotions and an identity. You experience an emotion. You feel happy, sad, joy, anxiety, whatever it is, anger. You you experience that. It is a feeling that moves through your body. And if we have the right toolbox, we can assess it. We cannot attach to it. We can deal with what is coming up. We can release it and we can be free of it. But when we identify with our emotions we weave stories or we use those emotions to back up the stories that have been implanted in our brains for maybe the greater part of our entire lives. And we use that then to sit in that victim mode and to stay stuck. How many times when you are talking about a way that you feel, felt, something that you went through, do you say, I am instead of I experienced or I felt. Think about it. How do you identify yourself? I am very guilty of this and have been and tried to catch myself, especially when I'm in a spiral of lower vibration emotions, really feeling sad, angry, depressed, grief, pain. I start to, it's easier for me to say I am. I am an anxious person. I have struggled with my body and with exercise. I'm an emotional eater. I'm type A. I'm a perfectionist. I'm blah, 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 blah. Insert your I am here. Or even just simply an emotion. I'm sad. No, I'm not sad. It's not who, who Megan is. I'm experiencing sadness. I'm not, I don't want to own those pieces. Why do I want to take on and own anxiety? I walked around, I mean, honest is, I'll get out here. I walked around for ages saying I'm an anxious person. No, I experienced anxiety. I felt anxiety. I was going through anxiety. I was not anxiety. That doesn't become my name. That doesn't become my label that I wear. But it does if I allow myself to continue to say it over and over again. And I wear that story. And you kind of do it with pride. 
it's sick and twisted, right? I get it. Like sitting right there with you. But think of the ways that you label yourself. Don't you almost feel that that's like something you've earned? I am a perfectionist. I am type A. I am an early riser. I am a whatever. I become proud of that, even if it's hard, even if it's things that I don't want to be in. But then we get to use it in as, as an excuse, too. Perfect one here. I'm actually wearing this shirt. So, oh, it's uh, so classic. But my shirt says, introverted but willing to discuss plants. True. But every time that I say I am an introvert, then I don't have to do the shit that I don't want to do. I don't want to put myself in situations where I feel uncomfortable, where I feel awkward, where I have to communicate with people that I don't want to necessarily communicate with. Because I've convinced myself that I'm socially awkward, that it's hard for me, that it doesn't feel good for me. I've woven a storyline for years and years. So now I get to use an I am statement. I get to attach to an experience as my label, as my identity. So I don't have to do the shit that I don't want to do. Where are you labeling yourself? What identity are you creating? And really look at it. Even if it's something that you don't want to attach to. I didn't want to attach to for years that I was struggling with my body, with food, with exercise. But how many freaking times did I repeat that? And I'm going full honesty in this whole episode too with you. That storyline, I was so fucking sick of hearing it. That's why I pulled back a lot in what I was how often I was showing up on Instagram, how often I was talking about it on the podcast. It was easier for me to have guests. It was easier for me to talk about somebody else's story because truthfully, I got sick of saying the same shit about myself. That was a piece of my past. Absolutely. But that didn't have to be who I was. And I was kind of ready to shed that layer, like go through my metamorphosis and like shake that shit off. And now I found a balance of where I can say that because I know that the way that I say that just makes me relatable. It makes me share an experience. It allows me to connect a little bit deeper with my clients, with you, with the people on social media that we connect to. And that's okay. I don't use that as fully who I am anymore. But I had to work through that. I had to kind of get to that process of where is that happy medium These storylines that we have wove about ourselves maybe started when you were a little girl. Maybe you picked them up on the way. Maybe they've kind of shifted and changed throughout the years. But you sometimes have to sit back and ask yourself, what else could be true? I mean, honestly, is this who I want to solely be? No, we're so multidimensional. We have all these moving pieces about ourselves. So why are we sitting and attaching to not only the storylines, but then the emotions that can get compacted on there? So what do you do? 
Where do you find that? First is always awareness. This is probably the 9,000th time we've said this on this podcast, but we just have to be aware to where we're doing it. So this week, I really, really challenge you. Think about where you're saying I am, where you're attaching to an emotion, a feeling, a sensation, a way of describing yourself. What does that look like to you? Are you really all of those things or are you experiencing those things? Are you feeling those things? And it's okay to be proud of who you are, of what you've overcome, of how you've persevered, things that I had to be okay with. I had to give myself that's It's okay. You can be really proud of that story and share that story in a way of empowering others. But I can't share that story in a way of allowing me to make excuses for myself any longer or to justify behaviors that I'm still doing. There's, you see the difference there? Owning it and standing in that truth and not being ashamed of it, but also not using it as a barrier in the same way that with my being an introvert, I, there's validity in that, but I don't have to stand in that as my only sole truth and use it as an out and excuse to do the shit that I just simply don't want to do. We're emotional beings. We're not robots. We have to feel it. I'm not saying any of this for you to say, oh, Megan said on the podcast, like, I I can't say those words or I can't do. No, I want you to lean into it. I want you to feel all of the things that you are feeling. Emotions are meant to be felt. They are a tool for us. They are our body's way of communicating with us. They are the way that we connect with the people that we love. They are the way that we learn and grow and reflect and change and pivot who we are working on and who we want to be. But they are not who you are. They're experiences to be felt not an identity that you need to take on. And also think about the more times that you say, I am, like attract likes, like, goodness, like attracts like. So the more that I layer that, every single time that I drop that in and say, I am this, I am this, I am this. That's all my brain's focusing on. Even if I'm saying, I don't want to be an anxious person. I don't want to have disordered thoughts and eatings around around food. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. I'm still, that's still what I'm calling in. We're calling in that instead of moving away from it, instead of just feeling it and just letting it be what it is instead of overcoming us. I've dropped in a little bit in the last couple episodes to the power of feelers. And if this doesn't sound familiar to you or you didn't catch it, so what a feeler is, it's an exercise that we do throughout breath work. And I have to do so many of them a week. And at first I was like, this is freaking stupid. Like, this is just one more shitty thing to add to my schedule. I just can't. And I've come to really value them. And I love them. And simply what a feeler is, is that somebody holds space for you. And they just, all they do basically is say, I'm just here holding space for you. 
And as somebody then holds space for me, I go through my body and I notice and verbalize or say it in my head, the things that I'm feeling, the sensations that I'm feeling, but I do not attach anything to it. I don't say my shoulders are tight because I'm stressed, because I didn't sleep well, because I was really upset about a conversation that I had with a loved one and then it kept me up. No, 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 no. It's just noticing the sensations in your body, how they feel, where we feel connected, where we don't, where we feel energy, where we don't, what's tight, what's loose, what's open, what's closed. The beautiful thing that I've realized is doing this In my feeler sessions, observing them, holding space for others, every single time, it's typically not just one single solid emotion or sensation that that person or myself is experiencing or feeling the entire time. I will scan through my body and I might feel tightness in my jaw, heaviness in my heart, sadness in my heart, might feel a little rushed or that I'm experiencing some anxious butterfly feelings but then my feet can feel really grounded and I can feel really calm and I can feel really at peace throughout my lower body or throughout my chest or my back we're experiencing all of this all of the time we tend though to just grab one emotion whatever maybe is at the forefront or whatever we're really, really attached to and identify with that. Meanwhile, we're so preoccupied with that one, we're forgetting about everything else that's happening in our whole body. We're these energetic beings with all of this ebbing and flowing constantly. So by attaching to it, by labeling it, by saying, and I am, that's my one piece that I get to focus on and I miss out on everything else. So my challenge for you this week is, again, to really sit and think. Just catch yourself. Be aware of how many times you're saying, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm happy. It doesn't have to be bad. We tend to lean towards that. I'm I'm anxious. I'm upset. I am, I am, I am, I am. And ask yourself, are you that or are you experiencing that? And I know there is a... I I get it to my core. I'm not diminishing, one, you feeling anything that you're feeling, intense emotions. I'm also not diminishing if you really, really struggle in an area of experiencing a lot of anxiety, depression, deep pain, grief, sadness. I am not taking that away. I am honoring that now more than ever. Because when we can say I am experiencing it, we can begin to work through it. I want you to be able to work through all of the things that you feel. I don't want you to stay stuck in that space. And that's why I'm going to challenge it. And that's why I'm going to challenge you. And that's why I challenge the women that I work with. And I challenge myself. And I have people in my life that keep me check and and do that to me as well. Because I want you to evolve. I want you to grow. I know you are meant for so many beautiful, wonderful things. But we get in our way. And I'm the first one to say I'm definitely guilty of it. And that's okay. It's just identifying that, seeing that, and then finding some ways to bend and meld and work through that. 
I also challenge you to try a feeler. Send me a message. I would love to hold space for you. I love doing these now. Something that I hated, I absolutely love. It's a beautiful experience for me to sit on the other side and just watch somebody feel and not attach, but just be aware and to feel. Or grab somebody that you trust. Grab somebody you're close with and have them do it. Set a timer for five minutes. Go through, scan your body, even maybe just sit in silence. Sometimes it's just really, really amazing to realize how much I've rushed all day and haven't taken a breath and stopped or anything. So it can be really powerful. So I really, really, really encourage you to take those steps and to take a couple pieces. And before we wrap up, I do want to share something that's really amazing, an amazing, amazing, amazing opportunity for you. I am so fortunate to work I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say amazing again. I have to like expand out my vocabulary, but I am so grateful to work in one of the best communities I could ever, ever imagine. I work alongside so many strong powerhouse women uh, with Mooch and Mel. You might know them from Move. They've both been on the podcast. Mooch and Mel have. Melissa's been on the podcast individually talking about her grief story. You might know them from Move. You might know them from 90 Day CEO. You might know them from all the blasts that I put in my Instagram story constantly because I spend the majority of my week in some facet of that team. And I love every freaking second of it. But the cool thing is that they're doing right now is on Tuesday, July 28th at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they are holding an event. And this event is all about leveling up in relationships. I get asked so many times, what what do I do as I'm growing and evolving, but the people in my life aren't? Now, what, what, how do I manage that? How do I manage when conflicts come up? I'm terrible at that. I don't want to. How do I show up honestly? How do I not depend on others? How do I have others not depend on me? And so this event that they're holding, it's free. And it's giving you really basic principles and strategies to work through those dynamics. To give you powerful ways to actually really connect better and ultimately to show up for yourself then you can give to others. Showing up for myself is something that I struggle with deeply. You have all, many of you, have shared that with me as well. It's not an easy space. And we sometimes just need little shifts, little tools, little ways to open up our mind and our hearts to be able to do that and to see the power in that. So if you are looking to connect deeper in a relationship, and that doesn't just mean a romantic relationship. That means with your siblings, with your parents, with your coworkers, with anybody in your life. If you're looking to strengthen that relationship, have a better, deeper connection, better, deeper understanding, and allow people to better understand you, check out the link in my show notes. It signs you up, gets you to that event. It's a Zoom call. Melissa is going to be running it and there's going to be so much knowledge. If you guys don't know her, check out her podcast as well. I mean, I working with this group, working with this team, working with Muchamel has taught me more in the last few months ever. It has been the catalyst of growth and 
it's so cool because I get to take you all along with me in that process. So if you are looking to level up in your relationships and just better connect, make sure you check out that link in the bio. Again, that's the 28th. It's a Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So leaving you with that, leaving you with some challenges for the week, and as always, leaving you with the most light and the most love that I can send you from near or far. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fears podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.